0: Welcome to another episode of Connection Tech Experience. I'm your host, Penny Conway. And today we are tackling the 2020 trends in retail. As many of you know, the brick and mortar retail model is changing. Uh, Retailers are developing a complete mobility strategy that focuses on employee productivity and customer experience. But often the question is, how do we get this done? What does it include? And how does it really help our bottom line? So, we have an esteemed panel of guests today here with us from Connection. Uh, our team that focuses specifically on retail is here to join us, and I am going to have you folks introduce yourselves, starting with Rick Rebenacker.
1: Yeah, excellent. Thanks, Penny. I'm Rick Rebenacker. I work with Marketing Strategy and Brand Plan uh, for the Industry Solutions Group, specializing in retail.
0: Excellent. Sorry, I got your name wrong, Rick, for like the hunt. We practiced a hundred times too. <laughs> Amanda, welcome. Thanks, Penny. Amanda
2: Towe here. I work on Connections Marketing Team, focused specifically in our industry
0: solutions group, and I work closely with Rick on developing our retail strategy. Excellent. And Brian is joining us on the phone. Brian, are you there?
3: I am. Good morning, Penny.
0: Good morning. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself to the team here in our audience?
3: Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm Brian Gallagher, the Retail Strategy Director for Connection, uh, overseeing uh, how we can use technology in the retail space uh, to improve productivity and, and, uh, and change that customer experience.
0: Excellent. So, Brian, you are really our our industry expert here. So, let's have you sort of uh, walk us through what's going on in retail right now from a a mobility strategy. So, I know know I'm a consumer, obviously, um, and I've noticed an extreme change in retail. We were just talking about it the other day um, with our digital signage practice is what's going on in the retail industry there. Um, And then... Chatting with Rick yesterday, and Rick, uh, I'll give you credit for this because I haven't heard it anywhere else. Is the the click and mortar uh, strategy mm. versus brick and mortar? So, Brian, what are you seeing with retailers going into 2020 around bringing this click and mortar strategy to fruition in the retail space?
3: Yeah, you know that's that's really spot on to exactly what's happening, and it's all related to the mobility trends. In the world, uh, even outside of retail, uh, you know everything today is starting with mobile, um, and it's how do you translate uh, your mobile engagements into something meaningful in a brick and mortar store, um, and that's really the focus for retailers today, and it's. Uh, a really hard thing to understand as a retailer, and I use myself as as the example of somebody who I, I've run retail organizations for twenty five, almost thirty years, and until these last ten years, you did things in a very prescriptive way within the brick and mortar store. Um, and none of it included mobile. And so the fact that, that mobile is so important and um, to the global economy um, and to what's happening in retail and the fact that it's new has made it a huge focus for how each retailer can do something unique around how they engage their employees, how they engage their customers using these mobile technologies to create real change within their storefronts.
0: So one of the things that I've noticed as Uh, on the consumer side is, you know, my phone's always in my hand. I think I want something or I want to learn about something that I want to buy or I want to know what to buy. I'm doing the majority of the research on my phone. Usually, sometimes I'm using a computer, but mostly Mm -hmm. my phone, sometimes even in the store where I want to buy something doing that research. And I found that in doing that research on my own by the time I get to a store and if I have outstanding questions, I'm talking to someone that works there and potentially I am knowing more about what I'm looking for in terms of a product and features and things like that. than the store associates do often is, is that like a, a concern right now with retailers and how they're arming their associates and that employee side of things?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, according to a lot of studies out there, I know Accenture has one out there, and yeah, that that lists that as the number two issue that consumers have when they go into a brick and mortar location, and it's completely understandable if you think about it. As a consumer, yeah, we're on our mobile device, either in the store or before we go to the store, and we're trimming our selected products down from hundreds of thousands of items in the world down to a couple that we wanna see, touch, feel, experience when we walk into a brick and mortar store. And we know a lot about those products as a consumer. Then you walk into the store and that retail associate is in an environment where they're asked to know something about the hundreds of thousands of items. The ability to use mobile to bridge that gap and do side-by-side selling, uh, create the education for uh, our employees and associates on that sales floor to better understand what it is the consumer is seeing from that mobile standpoint, educate, and, of course, the employee lives the mobile lifestyle on their own. So to make them comfortable standing beside that, that customer, as they research these items, can make all the difference in the world. But um, it's something that every retailer needs to understand how they bridge that gap today.
1: You know, Penny, you're not the only person who does this. I'm not? Uh, no, you're not. Oh. Actually, um, studies have shown that um, more than 80% of all consumers who come into a store um, they're, are using those devices to make that purchase decision while they're within the retail walls. But as they go through the process, only ten percent of people will actually buy a different product than the one they came in store with top of mind purchase intent. So there's a big, huge opportunity for retailers to engage in a much greater level and to educate the consumers to increase the purchase price or to change that purchase decision.
0: So when when that happens, when one you're you're on your and you see it all the time in in any store, and I. I I figured I wasn't the only one, (laughs) Um, but is there a change in how uh, brick and mortar stores are using their employees to have them like, how are they making them part of the mobile strategy versus just people that are going to cash people out and, and take their money for a product?
3: Yeah, the successful retailers um, are putting the mobile devices right in the employee's hands. One of the the, things for a retailer to understand is while mobile is the prevalent shopping path today, the ability to do that with the employee does a couple of things. And putting that mobile device in employees hands, one empowers the employee, uh, it educates them, it brings them into the conversation, but it also makes them part of one of the other big challenges today, which is uh, that stores have become distribution points, right? That the click and, and shop experience um, all uh, relates to the fact that a customer wants to come in and find an item, right? They don't want to wait for it maybe to be shipped or they need to touch and experience it. That mobile engagement for the employee uh, on a device that maybe they live with every day And that comfort and that engagement brings the employee and the customer side by side. And that relationship is really what gets a consumer to stick with a brand long term.
0: I I like that. That strategy of instead of me standing there in front of a display or a rack of product uh, on, you know, twiddling around Mm -hmm. on my phone, scanning barcodes, doing this, doing that. There's actually Mm -hmm. a store associate that is doing that with me and that's the new service that that associate is providing versus mm-hmm. waiting for me to, to make my decision that's pretty cool yeah, and
3: and it- yeah it's uh you know we've gone from a world where consumers came in wanting to see uh, the color the style and the functionality of a product and to the consumer wants to come in and be comfortable getting that last 10% of information to cross that threshold and make that purchasing decision. And and the employee who is really the face of your brand in that store can make all the difference in the world when it comes to, will I buy or won't I buy? Because at the end of the day, the consumer also has a mobile device in their hand and they have a lot of other purchasing options. Anything where they're not ultimately comfortable and satisfied in that brick and mortar store, the consumer today gets a lot of options that they didn't get 25 years ago.
0: Right. Like the being in a store, because I think this is something that retailers are probably deathly afraid of. You're in a store, you're um, shopping for something specifically in that store, look up online, find something else and buy it somewhere else on your mobile phone while you're standing in a store that that sells it right in front of you. It might be cheaper. It might be whatever. But that's happening, right,
1: Rick? It can. And it also talks about the experience you have in Mm -hmm. store. Uh, One of the major benefits of the higher level of employee engagement is not just a revenue increase. And studies show that you will see a double-digit increase. It's the impact on brand loyalty Mm. that studies are showing that you will see a triple-digit increase in your brand loyalty if you have this opportunity to engage at a level that people just aren't experiencing and the retail marketplace.
0: Right. So uh, the other um, retail... Uh Uh, trend I've noticed and this might be specific to coffee shops so correct me if I'm if I'm wrong but I have a a story where I was out in New York City and there is a giant Starbucks and you know on a Saturday morning imagine how long you were waiting in a Starbucks line in Times Square on a Saturday morning Um, but we were standing in line and it was super long the person I was with had the Starbucks app on their phone they ordered their coffee to go and while they were standing in line, they heard their to-go order, now ready, completely bypassed the line. Um, but I'm assuming at some point that will create, or maybe not, does that create some conflict at some point where, you know, you've got some people jumping the line with your app and others that are traditionally taking advantage of your service as it's offered? Or is that just part of the mobility strategy?
3: That's really just part of the strategy today, and where we're at in the world today, it's actually appreciated. It's part of the educational process. The mobile applications and engagements are changing so rapidly that when a consumer comes in, they often don't know how they can maximize their own productivity, and so being able to experience those things today is part of the learning process. And as they learn, uh, to Rick's point, it builds brand loyalty, brand engagement, Yeah, and at the end of the day, that's the most important thing to any retailer, is having somebody truly engaged uh, with that brand, uh, giving that loyalty as uh, it repeats over and over for, for months and years to come.
0: Yeah, I, I actually, now that you say it that way, that is kind of a win for Starbucks to have someone inside their store using their mobile application to buy. It's like a a twofer.
1: It's a twofer. It's a twofer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But it really speaks to how the the consumer has definitely changed. If you look at baby boomers as a shopper, um, only about 10% of boomers really subscribe to or belong to loyalty programs. Whereas millennials, over 60%, are now participating in loyalty programs. And on average, they use about 16 or 17 different programs they belong to, but only actively engage in about seven or eight. Interesting. So there's a general consensus to want to be a part of a brand, which is a bit of a misconception against this generation. But it's finding ways to engage or provide different opportunities to be a part of that brand, but on your own terms. Mm -hmm. And the example you set is a great example. You can shop in-store or out-of-store or out-of-store in-store.
0: Do you think so brand um, brand loyalty and like those loyalty programs? I, I won't say I remember the inception of them because they may have been incepted before I realized, but it was like a huge thing. Like you had to have uh, you could hold up your key ring. And you had a million different tags on your key ring. And that was how loyalty programs were coming before mobile programs. And it was a way of saving money. So I was at the grocery store and I would get all of the sale. Gone were the coupons. Gone were the automatic sales. And now you had to have the card. And then mobile apps started. And it kind of almost became less of the savings and more, of, like you're saying, Rick, more of being a part of something like the app was cool to use I could pay with it I could see certain things on it Um, do you think the loyalty programs now are more based on how trendy or user-friendly the mobile strategy is or is it still back to cost savings and discounts and things like that
1: What we've seen is a bigger targeting of personalization so that this data is being collected and it's starting to learn your preferences so that these loyalty programs are reaching out to you and making suggestions based upon what you've personally purchased within that storefront so that when you walk through and as a marketer, it's kind of an exciting time as you look through how location targeting is really becoming more pervasive in our shopping experiences. So that when you're in a storefront, you may not be aware of what's happening or what the latest trend is or what might be on sale. But now with your device, you have the ability to engage with the taste you have and what you would like to purchase and what you might be interested in. And then with the combination of artificial intelligence, we're seeing a lot more suggestions and recommendations that are being made to complement your purchase. Things that you might be interested in, but simply we're not aware of.
0: That's what always gets me. You might be, and that's a good point. It's not, and I think going back to using the Starbucks example is if it knows what I'm ordering all the time, when I'm ordering it, if uh, we know if the app and the company knows what I'm ordering when it's cold outside, when it's hot outside, when it's eight o'clock in the morning, when it's three o'clock in the afternoon and learns that habits, I'm assuming it's going to start suggesting things to me based on my behavior, which will likely probably make me buy it.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I think Starbucks is a great example of a retailer who's doing this quite well. Um, They built up a huge amount of buzz when it's time for... Uh, the pumpkin spice latte. Oh God, yeah. That everyone's guessing. When is it being released this day? And you know, it's just a big PR campaign mm-hmm. for a product, and it's beloved. um I consume a lot myself, <laughs> but you know, they build up, they campaign about it, and then they make whole complimentary purchases around this. Right. As as we've seen, pumpkin spice now become an industry amongst itself, not just at Starbucks, but it's everywhere.
0: It, it, you're absolutely right. Pumpkin spice is an industry <laughs> in it's and an of industry. itself. Um, so, th- you know, uh, making it easier for the consumer and having that dual touch, you know, in store on mobile, uh, I know I've benefited, benefited from it as a consumer, but on the employee side, outside of, you know, bringing them into that mobility, you know, decision-making process, w- retail employees um their world is changing the setting is changing what are retails doing on the employee side in terms of productivity and enhancements just to enhance that entire mobile strategy around the customer
3: yeah uh, as we go 2019 into 2020 at uh, the employee focus on mobility is uh, even larger than the employee or the customer focus on mobility and for years as mobile has uh, taken over uh, the market uh, as these last, uh, really it's only been about 12 years that, that mobility applications have been growing at the employee has been the one who has not been invested in. Mm -hmm. And, And so, Uh, Retailers are clearly understanding that today, um, and they're clearly uh, taking action to put mobile devices and mobile applications in the employee's hands, uh, which only makes sense. You think about the productivity gains, uh, the lifestyle engagement, the communication applications that we all get from mobility in our personal lives and as consumers. It only makes sense to put those same communication applications and productivity applications in the hands of our employees as they're on that sales floor. And so in 2020, uh, we look to see that as the leading uh, driver of mobility solutions uh, in the retail market.
0: And, you know, outside of just having them be part of the mobile strategy, I I know, you know, I don't I don't want to offend anyone. I think a lot of you come from retail. I worked in retail for plenty of time. Um, But retail employees often feel a little bottom of the barrel. Like customers are not always nice, especially when customers know more than the retail employee. Um. So focusing on the the employee side, I, I love the the idea of empowering employees to have tablets with them or a mobile device and being part of that exploration with a customer. But historically, looking at, you know, being a retail worker, I'm sure all of us in this room at some point have and on the phone have been working in retail and customers are really not nice all the time. And we're told the customer is always right. And we know that that's not always true. Um, but I think, a satisfaction level as an employee working for an organization, especially in the rise of the mobility strategies that are coming out is so much as going into the customer and learning about the customer and doing things for the customer and giving the customer benefits. What can retailers do or what are they doing to increase employee satisfaction in the same way? Cause you want to have brand loyalty, from your employees, not just your customers, because they're spreading right. the word. And if they say, oh, well, you know, such and such retailer mm-hmm. is a beast to work for, which you've heard, uh, you know, tales, we could probably do it, our own segment on retail tales. Um, so what what are, Brian, what are companies doing, retailers doing to increase that employee strategy uh, as we move forward into that click and mortar world?
3: Yeah. Um, a lot of the focus is being put on uh, communication yeah you know, when you know a retailer is running a business like like many of us are and uh, you're looking at everything from how do you get a return on your investment and and you know the reality is just is employees are a huge investment for companies and uh, the retailers are now starting to understand that that communication and training, uh, Platform that can be put again on these mobile platforms today uh, really provides a return both in uh, the productivity of employees in the moment and how they're engaging with their customers, and, but also the value of information they're able to communicate back. And you were talking uh, a little bit ago about you know consumers are, are shopping on mobile devices and, and understanding what their other options are. Well, they create these little communities. The same thing happens for an employee and that is valuable. And so uh, the ability for retailers to increase communication, increase training, and um, are two of the biggest focuses uh, for retailers today that um, is all moving to a mobile platform. And, uh, you know, The reality today is it's much easier to understand what the return on investment there is. We talk about data, and it's all there. We're able now to see how are employees engaging, and we know if employees are more willing to engage they're more willing to learn if they're more willing to learn they're satisfied in their jobs and that will always translate into sales productivity and brand loyalty from your customers
0: right and rick i think you have you know you've been our our data guy when we look at what uh workplace engagement yields uh retail I, i remember like i said being in retail you you would call out just if you didn't feel feel like going. and oh, <laughs>
1: Completely. Like, so, oh, it's, it's snowing outside or, hey, there's a big game on. You
0: yeah, know, it's, it's I have Saturday. something better to do. I'm yeah. not going to be at work today.
1: I, I think the the callin rate for Super Bowl Sunday was always traditionally higher than, uh, than yep. most days throughout the year. But you know, from a, a back-end corporate perspective, um, not only do you look at increased revenue and brand loyalty, um, having a higher-engaged workforce leads to less absenteeism, um, less internal theft from loss prevention, mm. less safety incidents. And that mm. translates through. So I think it's a great way to really improve the the quality of interactions that you have with your employee base and ensuring that they're fully aware of what the corporate message is, you right. know, and the latest engagement tips and tools and y- the main objective as to what, you know, that week's plan is as as most retail uh, workers know, it's the weekly planning session. What are oh, we talking? Exactly. What yep. are we focusing about? Yep. What's what's the rally this week?
0: Right. And I, I think, I, I referring again back to, just because I found it so interesting, our our di- digital signage episode where we focus really exclusively on retail, it just so happened that's where the conversation went, was <laughs> um, taking maybe those menial tasks that retail employees used to handle, like putting up uh, the... Christmas and July display, the this holiday display, this summer display, where it was all very, it was grunt work is basically what you were doing. And then you're being yelled at by customers when you don't have something or something's not ringing up right. And so digitizing really the retail environment, adding in a mobility strategy is freeing up a lot of time for you to properly train your employees and have them love your brand the way that you love your brand rather than doing menial work.
1: Mm. It's really incredible how digital has really transformed retail. You know, just the the, the data and loan and comparing what clothes look like on a mannequin versus seeing it on a full digital display. Mm. The sales are tremendous. And now some of the new augmented reality apps that allow you to take a picture of yourself and see what you would look like with those clothes on. Um, really cuts down on the the lines of people waiting to try things on the, the dressing room, or people who are just resistant to going into the dressing room in the first place.
0: You so. must tell me who has those apps because that's where I need <laughs> to be shopping. The dressing room is my least favorite place to be, except for and this might get edited out. I hope not, but uh, and Amanda, you may be able to attest. Rick, maybe you too. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't cast judgment or stereotype any of you but victoria's secret has the best lighting in a dressing room on the face of this planet um
2: yeah most of them are pretty harsh if you if you can avoid it through
0: through an app i would definitely be on board with that right i will be brand loyal to that company for the rest of my life if i never have to step into another dressing room ever again And not only the, um, the mobile first strategy for for arming the
2: employee in one store, but thinking about arming the employee across your entire organization. If you have a consumer who's looking at on their mobile phone at your store's app or wherever it may be, they want to be able to go into any one of your stores and get, get the answers that they're looking for. And if you can use a mobile solution to make sure that that is streamlined across your
0: entire organization, that's going to be extremely beneficial to you as well. Right. And not having, you know, this store in a major city has all of these great benefits and employees have all these great tools. But then I go somewhere in Ohio and I don't have that same experience that really breaks the chain and being loyal to a brand. Brian, did you have something you want to add?
3: Yeah, I was just going to add that, you know, that's really what uh, mobile adds to this equation.
1: And I think that's one of the biggest trends that we've seen in the last year is that retailers are looking more at how to create an experience. And it touches a bit on brand loyalty and it touches a bit on engagement. But experience is probably one of the key buzzwords as we move mm. into 2020 from a retail perspective.
0: So true. Yeah. It, no one just wants to, everyone wants to experience something because <laughs> that's what we all sell ourselves with is what we've experienced, what we've seen, what we've done, um, and then the experience of how we've bought something or how we've procured, you know, whatever it is that we have.
3: Talking about that you know, mobility engagement with the employee, and you mentioned dressing rooms, and you know, our ability today to even eliminate those awkward moments that uh, you know, uh, men, women doesn't matter. We've all been in that situation where you're in a dressing room and you have an item that doesn't fit and you need a different size, different color. And how do you communicate? Right. Historically, right? You have to stick your head out. You hope, you know, the random person isn't standing there that you don't want to see you. Um, but what can you now do from a mobility standpoint? And the ability to communicate with a sales associate on the floor who uh, maybe has on a smartwatch or a tablet phone and and simply ask for the different colors, the different size. And, you know, these are the things that retailers are looking at to create that unique experience in their store. And, you know, whatever is right for their customer to create that brand loyalty, that's what they're looking to do. And mobility opens up all those doors.
0: I didn't even think it think about that. I, I'm assuming I want to stay out of the dressing room, but probably not a reality. See, I, I also am one of those people that would just bring my clothes home and then return them if they didn't fit me, but that's not a that's not a good experience either cuz i often just end up with clothes in my closet i never wear
1: yeah i purchased purchase them and then 6 <laughs> months later they're goodwill donations yeah. with the tax on
0: them i'm so generous uh, but i you know that's a good point i've done that before and i um, if you don't have a friend with you then you are trying to do exactly that poke your head out uh see if anyone's there if no one's there then you do the hem and haw of okay well this one didn't fit me and I or I didn't like this color I guess I'll just pick up this other one off the rack Mm -hmm. and I don't feel like going back in so uh, having that mobile strategy there that connects all those dots is likely going to lead me to a more satisfied purchase of what I will actually wear and not donate to Goodwill in six months
3: and me. from a retailer's standpoint, you're looking at what that gives you from uh, a global you know, or a national footprint. I mean, think about uh, the fact you're instantly now able to understand, yeah, at Penny, if you're always buying size X and you're asking from the dressing room, hey, this doesn't quite fit, maybe some new item is running large, running small, and, and you're able to communicate that from East Coast to West Coast in an instant. And where it used to take days, weeks, months uh, to collect that data, and, and you're able to share that um, across everyone who is now attached to your brand. And so, you know, that mobile world of not having to. Uh, sit at a computer and um, that's wired and connected and be there in the instance and um, is really changing how employees engage uh, with the brand um, and how that translates over to
1: uh, customer experience and brand loyalty i think another thing we've seen though is a, the backside to this is that as consumers are heavily embracing technology it, it puts the onus back onto the retailers to continue to innovate with solutions such as the virtual dressing room or the ordering back and forth. But more than half of consumers will abandon a website or their shopping cart if the site takes longer than three seconds to load.
0: Oh yeah, that's me, except for Amazon.
1: Except for Amazon. So the the frustrations that that all of us who worked retail felt before with customers, the frustrations are even stronger Mm. when it comes to that virtual and digital experience. So it's really incumbent to make Mm -hmm. sure that you have have the ability for a fast loading website that any downtime will see significant losses in revenue in sales, but it also hurts the experience and it impacts the brand in a negative way.
0: Good point because we we're talking about a mobility strategy and I think look, you know, talking about the phone, we're talking about tablets, we're talking about being able to have instant access to people in the phone, but what actually is powering that is an entire back-end infrastructure that makes all of that happen on a grander scale. And that's I would assume really where you have to start in order to do massive mobility rollouts.
2: But not only on the phone, in in the store, on the tablets, and then you also have to take into consideration um, Apple Pay, where you touch your watch up to to a a device and that's how you pay. That's not going to work unless you have a
0: strong infrastructure on the back end as well. Exactly. And I'm wondering, you know, is the future, I I think you mentioned Apple, and that's a good example. I remember when Apple went to the tablets and they're I don't think they have a register anymore, do they? Like traditional cash registers. Um, They do not. They do. Everything's (laughs) mobile and all that's gone. And you see a lot of stores that still have the hub in the middle of the store with the five registers around the, the cash wrap. And that could be gone in a matter of years with a mobile strategy.
1: It could be. And then you're giving back the retailer all that valuable space. Right. Y- you yeah. Now that gives you the opportunity to merchandise more product or to create more and greater engagement solutions and avoids the confusion of everyone looking around to where that big center island right. is. I see somebody, they have the ability to process my order right then and there, and I can just head out and take off.
0: It, it really is an exciting time in retail, isn't it? Like there's a there's uh it's a transition time and I think it's one of those uh, transitions that we'll see who the leader the people who adopt that mobility strategy across the board. And, you know, not everyone's going to do it overnight, but those that do will be the survivors, those brick and mortars that become the click and mortars uh, will be the winners at the end of the day, but also creating room for new retailers that are kind of building their strategy. That's their strategy from the ground up is to have that mobility element. I think we haven't touched on it yet, but having those uh, mobile retailers now bring in brick and mortar stores i think there's going to be sort of an industry revolution around that as well
1: there is you speak to technology and i think technology the retailers that do it well are ones who can embrace technology to dramatically impact the customer experience Mm -hmm. and i think technology as a means to itself not that effective but when it actually impacts the in-store experience that's when you see the greater success and the greater sales and the greater recognition for the brand.
0: Yep. I think that, I think that wraps it very well, Rick, is that it, retail is about the experience for both the consumer and the employee and how technology drives that experience and enhances that experience. Uh, So if you are Mm -hmm. a retailer out there today that is trying to navigate what the mobility strategy looks like for 2020, Mm -hmm. reach out to your connection account Mm -hmm. manager and uh, Mm -hmm. you can be connected with our very own Mm -hmm. uh, retail team here that can help you develop the strategy learn the technology that you need to enhance the user experience and of course get that back end all ready to support uh, your mobility strategy moving forward thanks so much for joining me today guys super fun and so much information to learn thank you thanks penny
1: My pleasure thank you
0: thank you, thank you. Want to say, I think that was a good
3: practice run. So, if, if you guys are ready, I'll <laughs> <hold on. laughs>